You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, getting you ready for week 14 of the NFL season. We're going to hear from, of course, Fat Jack, who's going to be joining us. Also, also Cynthia Freeland's going to be joining us, um, breaking down a lot of the NFL plays on this week's slate. And uh, nothing better than the afternoon and evening coming your way on Sunday because you've got the Bills going up against the Kansas City Chiefs and, of course, the Eagles going up against the Cowboys on Sunday night. 800-919-3776 is the phone number you want to get on board. Uh, now's the time to do so. Like I said, we're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network, Fat Jack, professional handicapper as well, getting us ready. Uh, unfortunately, tonight, the Knicks could not seal the deal. I actually had a, uh, a uh, if you were listening to the pregame show, I had a three-leg same-game parlay. So I had the Knicks plus 11 and a half, which covered. Uh, I, I really felt like, you know, this is the Knicks team. They were already getting seven and a half. They were 10 and four straight up uh, in their last 14 games. And, you know, the 24-point loss to the Bucs, I, I felt was hopefully could have been somewhat of a wake-up call for them shooting 38% from behind the arc, 75% from the free low line and grabbing 46 rebounds per game. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, well, listen, uh, like I said, again, I played a same game parlay. I took the Knicks plus 11 and a half. So that covered Jalen Brunson, 20 points or more that covered. He's averaging 25 points a game, shooting 46% from, uh, from three. But where I did not cover was Jason Tatum. I had him at 30 points, if not more. Uh, he's been known as a Knicks killer, as we all know. Uh, his previous two games, he put up 34 and 35 points, but only walked away with 25 tonight. So unfortunately, my same game parlay for the Knicks did not hit. But I'll tell you what, and, and again, before we start, because we're going to be spending a lot of time talking NFL, uh, but before we do... I, I do want to circle back in regard to that, uh, that the, the in-season tournament that's taking place and the fact that now we've landed on the Pacers going up against the Lakers and how I'm going to be playing that. I, you, you can't deny what you've seen from this Pacers team. They've really been incredible. And you can get them right now at plus four. You can also get them on the money line at plus 154. So... Um, so if you want to play them in regard to the spread, uh, they, you know, again, starting the game up four, and the Pacers in, in previous games where they're getting plus four, they've covered in eight of their last 10 that they go into the, 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 the match, of course, the game, uh, plus four, uh, in three consecutive. Why they're, they're just, they're playing such great basketball granted offensively defensively not so much but when you look at what they've been able to do especially through uh through the the in season tournament 4-0 record in their group and then how they were able to handle the Celtics and the Bucks um if if you look at that Bucks game uh they dominated them in the paint outscoring them 72 to 60 and then outscored them on the bench by 30 points so uh, in regards to Lakers, Lakers look good as well. Uh, definitely this in-season tournament means a lot to LeBron James. 
Uh, he's definitely coming to the table, playing extremely hard. But I, if, if you did tune into that Lakers-Pelicans game last night, it, it, you, you really got the sense that the Pelicans just quit in the second half. But the Lakers had such a, a, a dominant lead, and, and I think the writing was on the wall, so understandably so. But I just – I like this Pacers team. I, I, I like the way that they're playing – and I think their pace of play for just one game, like I don't think their pace of play uh, would would win them, let's say, a seven-game series. Um, but for just one game against the Lakers, I, I, I think their insane pace of play is going to benefit them in one game as opposed to like a five-game series or a seven-game series. Um, hence why I like the Pacers. I'll take the four. I'm also going to play them on the money line at plus 154 to win outright. And I did like Halliburton winning the MVP at plus 150, but that has since dropped to plus 130. So instead of playing Halliburton to win the MVP, just if, if you think Halliburton's going to win the MVP, then you got to feel that the Pacers are going to win outright. Like, I don't think that there's, if the Lakers win this in-season tournament, I think LeBron gets the MVP of the tournament. Uh, if the Pacers win this tournament, I think Halliburton gets the MVP. So it, it actually, and, and if you agree with that philosophy, then it would just be wise uh, just to bet the Pacers on the money line um, because again, I, I think if the Pacers win, I think it's a no brainer that Halliburton wins the MVP. He's averaging 27 points, 15 assists and seven rebounds. He's got zero turnovers. In fact, this is really impressive. 28 assists and zero turnovers in the knockout rounds. So just uber, uber impressive with Halliburton in this Pacers team. On top of the fact that he's just making crucial shots and sealing the deal when needed, um, they're just and, and they're just a fun team to root for. Uh, and you know, again, whoever and, and I'm sure you know if, if you've been following this in-season tournament, uh, the winners, they each player gets five hundred thousand dollars, which. Keep in mind, I'm sure that there's a number of players on this Pacers team that that'd be doubling their salary. So, and and I'm sure for for the Lakers as well. I I think both these teams have an incentive to put their best foot forward and and, and try to win this thing. So, um, but again, uh, my money's on the Pacers again at plus four, and I'm also going to play them on the money line at plus one fifty four. Um, so. Um, also in, in college football, obviously we are embarking on, um, on a December filled with bowl games, uh, but we do have one coming your way tomorrow. And that is army Navy. When we get back from our break, um, I'll share with you all the ways that I'm playing that tomorrow. Also a, a fun slate of games. Like I said, we opened up the show, uh, Probably, not probably, yeah, the, the two best games on the slate, Sunday afternoon, late afternoon, that is, 4.30 kickoff. you got the Bills going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City at home, favored by one. 
and the over under 49 Kansas city coming off of a very disappointing loss to the, uh, the green Bay Packers, the Buffalo bills coming off of a bye week Hence uh, why I like, I, I just, my gut, I, I just feel like this number should be two and a half, three Kansas city favorite at home. It is arrowhead. Um, I just I can't believe Kansas City is only favored by one. Uh, by the way, Pacheco is out. So if you have Pacheco in your fantasy league, take note uh, because he's not going to be playing. And then um, and then, of course, Sunday night, you've got the Eagles going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys has been kicking butt and taking names. Dak Prescott trying to win that MVP uh, and putting on a really good campaign for it. That's for sure. We'll take a look at the MVP odds when we get back as well. Uh, but the Philadelphia Eagles coming off a very uh, disappointing loss to the 49ers. Many people anticipated that. Uh, but now they're on the road heading to Dallas and they're getting three and a half. So uh, Dallas favored by three and a half in Jerry's world. The over-under is 51 and a half. We're going to dive into those two matchups as well as others. Uh, as for New York, the Jets are hosting the Houston Texans on Sunday afternoon, and the Giants are hosting the Green Bay Packers on Monday night. So uh, we'll dive into both those matchups. Again, 800-919-3776. You want to get in on the show, now's the time to do so. Uh, we'll also hear from Cynthia Freeland as well as Fat Jack, professional handicapper, coming your way. Uh, in the 11 o'clock hour. You're listening to We Can Wager here on 98.7 ESPN for week 14 of the NFL season. Uh, but again, we are embarking into a December filled with bowl games. Uh, but the one that we can count on tomorrow is Army-Navy. And the one thing that we can always count on when it comes to Army-Navy is the under. Now, right now, the, the under opened up in this matchup at 32 and a half. It's now come down to 28. The over-under in Army-Navy for tomorrow, 3 o'clock kickoff, is 28. Now, the under in this matchup since 2006, since the year 2006, the under is 44.9. That's an 83% cash rate that the under has hit since 2006. Now, what do we know about these two ball clubs? They don't throw the ball much. They tuck it and run it. They run the rock all the time. And so what happens? When you run the ball, the clock always is moving. And on top of that, with the new rule in college football, keep in mind where the clock doesn't stop, after a first down, time will pass even, even more quickly. So who am I to go against a trend? Um, who am I to go rogue? I do quite frequently, but not here. So I'm actually, I'm going to play the under here. I'm going to play the under with Army-Navy. Um, again, this is uh, two teams that run the ball a lot. And, uh, and, and Navy's defense is actually quite good. I'm also going to play Navy here at plus three and a half. The line is three, but I'm going to buy the hook up, and you can get that at minus 132. So uh, maybe you're listening to the show. Maybe you're not an avid gambler. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. 
Um, what is one minus one? So right now you can play this where Navy starts the game already up three points. Or, and, and if you want to play that, it's minus 118, which means you're laying $118 down for every $100 you want to win. Okay. Um, I think this is going to be a close game. I do believe Navy wins. Uh, could they win by a field goal? That's a possibility. I want to secure my win. So I'm going to play this Navy plus three and a half. So I'm going to buy the hook and I can buy the hook at minus 132. So what does that mean? It means for every $132 down, for every $100 I win, as opposed to $118 down for every $100 I win at plus three. Understand? Capiche? So uh, I do like Navy, again, plus three and a half. I'm more impressed with Navy this season and um, in, in the schedule that they have had to play. And, and listen, no disrespect to Army West Point. Um, you, you know, you're, you're given the schedule, you've got to play. I'm just more impressed with Navy's schedule. In fact, their defense has also pitched three shutouts this season. Uh, as I said earlier, both teams rely heavily on the run and, and thrive on time of possession. Again, another reason why I like the under. Um, Army is one in six when they give up 155 rushing yards, if not more. And I just... I think Navy is going to win the rushing battle here against Army. And I've buried the lead, and that is Navy protects the football. And when you talk to any head coach in football, whether it's college or the NFL, uh, when you ask them what are the, the, the top three reasons you can anticipate a win, one of the top three is always the turnover battle. Navy protects the football. They're third in the country in turnover differ differential where Army is 127th. I'm going to repeat that. Navy is third in the country in turnover differential, where Army is 127th. And I think that's going to be a big key here. I think Navy is going to protect the football, uh, and I think Army is going to turn the football over. And with a game that can be this close, and with that, uh, that over-under total at 28, uh, that's pretty crucial. <clears throat> so again... My play here is uh, is Navy plus three and a half, and I'm going to play the under at 28. I might even have some fun with this, and uh, and you can use this as a teaser. Why don't you, you know, you could, you could tease Navy up to play. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Let's take a look at the uh, the NFL Week 14 slate. And there's there's quite a few games that I do like on this slate this week. Um, it, at, in the 1 o'clock hour, the Chicago Bears at home going up against the Detroit Lions. Listen, I'm all about the Detroit Lions and I've been all about the Detroit Lions since day 1 and I still believe that they're going to win the uh the NFC North. But there's something about this the, the Chicago Bears team. Justin Fields is back. He's performing not only to try to convince the Bears to not draft a quarterback this year in this year's NFL draft, but possibly auditioning for another team, right? So um, I do believe the Lions win, but I do believe the Chicago Bears cover here. I do like the Bears at plus three and a half, and I think this is a really good spot to utilize them as a two-team six-point teaser and teasing them up to plus nine and a half. Also, I like the over in rushing yards for Justin Fields in this matchup. Um, the Rams going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens favored by seven and a half. The over-under is at 40. Again, I I think this is a really good spot. This is a one o'clock game. It's a really good spot to use the Baltimore Ravens as a two-team six-point teaser and align that with the Chicago Bears and tease these Ravens down to minus one and a half. Um, This is a Ravens team. Don't sleep on this Ravens team. This is a Ravens team. They're so good offensively, defensively, special teams. This could be a team that you might see represent the AFC in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Uh, not to take anything away from the Rams, but the, the Ravens are the much better team. That's for sure. Uh, you got the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Colts. Bengals favored by two at home. The over-under is 44. Browning was a huge surprise last week. Watch out. Uh, you've got the Colts coming to Cincinnati. Weather conditions are not going to be great. And keep in mind, this is a Colts team that does play in a dome. And not to take anything away from Gardner Minshew, I think he's been very, very good uh, coming in. And, and of course, unfortunately, Anthony Richardson being injured this season. But I like what we've seen from Browning. This Bengals team has a lot of talent, offense, defense. I like the Bengals. I'll lay the two. Tampa Bay going up against the Atlanta Falcons. I have no play in that game. That's another 1 o'clock game. Carolina going up against the Saints. Carolina getting six, heading to New Orleans. Uh, Not sure what the situation is with Derek Carr, whether he's going to start or whether Jameis Winston's going to start. Regardless, I like Carolina here. They have a new commitment to running the football with Hubbard. Uh, Their defense has been pretty solid, and the Saints have a ton of injuries. Wide receivers on defense as well. This might be one of my favorite plays this week, and that's Carolina getting six in New Orleans. 
Uh, and then, of course, at 1 o'clock, another 1 o'clock game, you've got the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns favored by 2.5 at home. The over-under is 33. Not sure. The Browns not revealing whether it's going to be Joe Flacco or DTR, the rookie who's going to be starting at quarterback. Joe Flacco actually performed quite well last week. This Browns defense, here's what the key is. This Browns defense is so good at home. At home, they're only allowing 10 points a game. On the road, this defense is allowing 30 points a game. Talk about a differential uh, that's pretty tremendous right there. In Jacksonville, not sure if Jacksonville is going to be able to, uh, to, to have Trevor Lawrence at the helm. Uh, from what I understand, the last I've heard, that's going to be a true game-time decision, especially for folks out there like me who have Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback in fantasy, uh, no bueno. So uh, we'll see what happens. But as of right now, I'm leaning towards the Cleveland Browns at minus two and a half, just for the mere fact that, uh, you know, I, their defense has just been so outstanding at home. Again, only allowing 10 points at home. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We'll hear from Cynthia Freeland. Uh, we'll dive into some of the games in the four o'clock slate. You've got the 49ers at home taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle doesn't look like they're going to be with Geno Smith. Uh, Seattle is favored by 13. So you got that. And, of course, like I said, the two best games on the slate this week, the 430 game with the Buffalo Bills going up against Kansas City, and then, of course, the Sunday night game with the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. We'll dive into that with Cynthia Freeland next. Right here, you're listening to We Can Wager on 90.7 ESPN. Welcome back to 98.7 ESP. And we are so blessed to have her. Uh, Cynthia, hi, hi, hi. How are you? Great, thank you. How are you doing? Uh, well, so, so we were, as in the business, we like to call it dark, right? Uh, so we did not have... Yeah, so ESPN bet was dark. We did not have shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, um, so I had four days off, and I just played a bunch of pickleball. <laughs> so, there's well, that. Good. Yeah, that's <laughs> have great. you have you have you played yet? I have. There's a place near me that I played with a couple of friends. I'm not good, but I, but it's fun. Oh my gosh, I'm addicted. But that's a that's that's a whole that's a whole another story for a whole another show. Uh, let's dive into <laughs> let's dive into week 14 and let's start. Uh, you know, because uh, prior to us coming on, we were talking about your Detroit Lions. Um, really exciting year for you, considering you know we're all expecting them, of course, to go to the postseason, either winning the the NFC North. Um, or getting as a wild card, which I, I have them winning. I had them winning since day one, uh, even before day one, the season started. But nonetheless, they're in Chicago. Chicago's getting three and a half. Do you think this is going to be a close game? A lot of people are liking Chicago at home with the points this week. I like the game to be close. I do actually think that the Lions pull it off, but I think it's like a one point at the end of the game situation, much like we saw last time when they matched up. The Lions defense is a liability. They have not figured it out. You know, we talked to Brian Branch. I got a chance to talk to Brian Branch, the rookie, uh, you know, defensive back for the Lions this week. And he said CJGJ will eventually be back. 
So that's very promising if you're a Lions fan. Whoa, if you're a Lions fan, but uh, it's not a not a foregone conclusion. Hold on, there's beeping going on. Apologize. No, that's <laughs> okay. Too close to my car. <laughs> oh my gosh! Tell them get away. I know this LA traffic. <laughs> these people are crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so a lot of people are on the Chicago Bears at plus three and a half. Uh, two really big games this week. Uh, one, obviously, is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs at home coming off of a loss against the Green Bay Packers. And the Buffalo Bills coming off of a bye, heading to Kansas City. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, this is the 430 game. Kansas City only favored by one. Cynthia, one at home. The over/under is forty-nine. I like Kansas City here. Are you on? Are you on the side yeah. I'm on? I am. I'm on board with you with Kansas City. I understand. Like, if you're a fantasy player, you got to remember Isaiah Pacheco is not playing. So, if you can get some shares of Ceh, but potentially that'd be a nice move for you to pick up for to make your fantasy playoffs. But I, uh, the, the, there's a couple of things here. First, it's not like things in Buffalo are like awesome. I know they got a break, but. There's a lot of drama swirling. We we saw an extra press conference this week, which we don't normally see. I think you're fine if you have any of the Bills offensive players. I do think this is, you know, even Gabe Davis to me forecast to have a nice game, but I'm 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 not loving the opportunity for them to get the win. It's it's not Buffalo's offense's fault. It's Buffalo's defense with all their injuries. You just have, the, the difference between the on and off field splits with Matt Milano in terms of passer rating allowed by opposing quarterbacks is nearly 80 points. So it's just that. And by the way, that's where Travis Kelsey lines up. So no Matt Milano, no Daquan Jones, you're you know, no Tredavious White. This is that's a problem. And it's an especially big problem when Patrick Mahomes is the opponent opposing quarterback. Yeah. So, all right. So we're, we're on the same side there. Uh, the other big game and man, uh, what a great Sunday afternoon, late afternoon to go from Buffalo bills and Kansas city it, right into the Eagles and the Cowboys Cowboys at home hosting the Eagles minus three and a half. The over under is 51 and a half. I like the over here. Uh, I yeah. also like the Cowboys team total over as well. I think this is going to be a barn burner. I, I really do. Um, as opposed to a side and a total. If I'm going to play a side, maybe I'll use the Eagles as a, a teaser and tease them up to plus nine and a half. How are you playing this one? Yeah, I, I like where your where your head's at. I actually think the Eagles win this game outright. So if you want to take Eagles on some points, potentially that could make a big difference. But you got to remember that you know our recency bias is kind of directing us to remember the wrong thing here because I understand last week we saw San Francisco beat pretty soundly upon the Eagles. But just a couple of weeks ago, we could have been saying the same exact thing about the Cowboys. Further, we saw the Eagles. I mean, look, the, the Eagles have the best record in all of football. Cowboys have, who, they haven't really played the same level of competition. And by the way, they lost to the Cardinals. So it's not like you're sitting here with these two infallible teams. But the thing I do like in this, that is a sneaky, maybe it's like a still like a continuation of like a Black Friday gift. But Dak Prescott's MVP odds right now are a tasty little snack, at least on some of the places that I've looked. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy seems to be leading the way. And I'm like, uh, uh, let's like you can get a discount on on the rate for for what's going on with Dak Prescott right now. So that's the thing I actually think is the most compelling from this entire game in terms of like, oh, like the, the biggest amount of upside. Uh, yeah, I, I hear you. Um... You know, what's also interesting 
is uh, is C.J. Stroud, right? Like we know he's already locked up for the Rookie of the Year, but his MVP odds have gone from 200 to one to 25 to one. Just imagine now with Trevor Lawrence injured, not sure if he's going to play for Jacksonville. Imagine if the Texans win the division, go into the playoffs, and make a run with C.J. Stroud. Yeah, look, I'm just throwing, I'm just really throwing cool. that out there. I'm just throwing it out. I, I don't hate it. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, though. If I'm going to pick anyone other than the more established quarterback of a team that's deep playoff bound, it's going to be Tyreek Hill for me. Because when I look at what he's doing and, like, you know, even, like, yards run per route, like, he's, like, a yard more on average than the next closest guy. This has been a season where we've seen a lot of defenses really have the advantage. We've seen scoring down in general. You know, and Tyreek Hill, he, he didn't seem to get that memo. So, I mean, if it's going to be for me, anyone other than a more veteran quarterback, which typically is the formula, I really got it. Like I, I Tyreek Hill feels like the, the answer for me. I hear you by the way, Purdy Brock Purdy favored for the MVP right now at three to one Jalen Hurts plus three fifty, Dak Prescott at plus three fifty two at eight plus eight fifty along with Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, nine to one. Tyree kills 16 to one along with Christian McCaffrey. And like I said, CJ Stroud, anywhere between 25 to one to 30 to one in, in a number of places. Uh, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL network joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's turn our attention to what happens here in our own backyard is the jets and the giants hosting this week, the jets on Sunday hosting CJ Stroud and the Texans. Um, how about that? A lot of people like the under here and understandably so because uh, how just god-awful this Jets offense has been. And now they've decided to go back to Zach Wilson. Okay, uh, the over-under is at 33. Also, the Texans favored by three and a half. Weather conditions are not going to be nice here right. on Sunday. Um, and you're talking about 20-mile-per-hour gusts of wind. How are you playing this, if at all? Yeah, I think I'll just watch this game because when you have gusts of wind like that, it can mean like this Jets defense. We talk about the offense not being like what we expected, but the Jets defense is pretty extraordinary. So I'm looking at the defense and thinking, and I, I do agree with the low scoring game, but anytime it feels like conditions could mean a pick six, it's hard to get on board with the, like with too much of the under. So I, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this game and I'm thinking potentially individual situations could be good, especially as I'm keeping an eye on the injury report to see what's going on, like, you know, with the, the Texans. So if Dalton Schultz comes back, okay, that, that could be an interesting one, but also like a Nico Collins or, you know, in with no tank Dell, I don't know what the specific numbers are for him for his individual prop bets, but I do think that that would be kind of where I look because you think more run when you think of wind gusts, but this is not a team that runs very often. In fact, they play a lot of, a lot of 12 and a lot of, you know, situations where you, you could have a, a good run, but they don't, they don't run very often. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye and see who's going to potentially and forecast to see who's going to be potentially running those tight end like routes. And that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to focus my attention on. Um, also then the following night, we have not one, but two Monday night football games, which by the way, are, are at the same time, which I don't quite understand. Um, you know, stagger them in my opinion, but okay. Don't, uh, the Tennessee Titans going up against the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins favored by 13. 
The over-under is 46 and a half. And then, of course, the other one, hosted by the Giants here, and Tommy Cutlet. Uh, that's right. He's like, <laughs> he's like uh, Cynthia, he's like Elvis walking around Jersey. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, the Giants, uh, a six and a half home dog, and the over-under is 36 and a half. Well, do you have a play in this Packers-Giants game? I, I mean, not at least right now, because I think there's going to be, I mean, look, like, it'll throw all the numbers out whether whether or not Aaron Jones is playing. So as far as I've seen, the last injury report I saw, and that's Friday, is is saying like questionable. So it could shift all of my numbers in terms of prop bets. I do think that the Packers win this one, but I I also think like this Packers team is not as, I understand we saw them do some like amazing things against the Chiefs, but there there are some spaces where you could you could you could get them to keep it closer. But I, I'm staying I'm kind of staying away from from that, especially until I see what the injury report, the final injury report says. All right. Um, as always, before we let you go, we always like to talk some fantasy and talk about some of the players out there that might be uh, flying a little bit low on the radar when it comes to quarterbacks this week. Um, who, who are you, who are you eyeing? Who do you like? Well, I think it's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting opportunity here. I'm looking at what's going on in the injury report for the Falcons. And I'm seeing a lot of names on there and I'm seeing a lot of names on the defense. And I know Jesse Bates is there and that guy does like to do pick sixes. However, I think you could go with a Baker Mayfield this week and feel pretty good about yourself. Especially especially if AJ Terrell doesn't end up playing, that's their best corner, you know, throw away from him. And realistically it's Mike Evans, who you have to be the most concerned about. And Mike Evans has a really good opportunity here to kind of keep that streak going. I mean, this guy already has 10,000 yards in the past 10 years, like what a ridiculous number. And he's about to be a free agent. So I always like trying to target situations like that, but you know, obviously usual suspects all in play. I'm talking, if you really want, look, you're looking for something, you're in dire straits, you're in, you're in a position where you have Trevor Lawrence, and you don't know if he's playing or not, potentially consider Bake Bake. Um, what about Jake Browning against the Colts? Man, what a surprise he's been, right? Yeah, look, Jake Browning, he does really well against zone defense. And we saw what happened when the Jags played a lot of zone last week. And you know who plays more zone than the Jags? The Colts. So Woo! I think you could, you could, yeah, you could certainly consider Jake Browning in this matchup as well. There you go. Uh, running backs, who do you like? I mean, look, staying in that same game, like if for some reason, like Zach Moss is still a little bit underpriced in terms of some of the DFS places I've seen him. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see, I, that's, that's the way I'm going to put it. I'm curious to see what happens with Joe Mixon in this matchup, because I think they're going to leverage him quite a bit. Uh, what about James Cook against Kansas City? I mean, that's really, that's, that's Kansas City's downfall defensively. I, I like a lot of James Cook, and also I like Hubbard this week for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Chuba Panthers. Hubbard for sure. Uh, first of all, let's just put Hubbard there. Like, you want lots of shares of Chuba Hubbard for sure. Absolutely. You saw the New Orleans Saints defense now two weeks in a row have a bunch of vulnerabilities to the running back position. You know, first it was against the Falcons, and second it was against the Lions. So now just continue that trend. I think that's very real. And then when I'm looking at James Cook, I, I think there's two things that are a positive reinforces of what you're you're saying. And the first is 
we saw after Ken Dorsey got fired that Joe Brady likes to throw shorter passes to running backs. So I think that trend does nothing but increase, especially given the opportunity and injuries to the Chiefs defense. So I really like that one. But I also think that that like the only my only little caveat there is that potentially some of those pass catches could go to Dawson Knox if he is if he returns, which it looks like he's slated to do. So just just keep that in mind when you're trying to figure this out, mostly for DFS purposes for for season long. You're playing you're just absolutely playing James Cook and you're you're going to be happy about it. What about wide receivers with Watson? Uh, not sure what's going to happen there. The Giants. Uh, very susceptible to uh, wide receivers. Can Romeo Dobbs be a sneaky good play? Yeah, and if you're even looking for someone even deeper, you saw Dontavian Wicks be a factor last game. Mm-hmm. Dontavian, like that's quite the name. But you know, <laughs> I, I'm trying to also focus on like people who are looking to get a, a contract next season, right? So Michael Pittman, don't forget about him. He's he's going to have. Uh, you know, I, I like all the contract guys: Mike Evans, Michael Pittman. Higgins I think you, you, you're looking for a contract great we'll throw you the ball I love it and last but not least tight ends who's on your radar yeah I mean this one's I've had been asked like a couple of interesting questions like Dallas Goddard's back he's gonna be good all of those like that night game between the Cowboys and the Eagles like try to get all of them like if you're in a deep league and you're like scared like look for you know the, the rookie out of Michigan Schoonmaker so Luke Schoonmaker he like last game he he did well too so you want to you want to look and target that situation and then again you know in the Jets game if you know you saw Brevin Jordan last week be a factor and the Texans if if there's no Dalton Schultz Brevin Jordan could be a guy I think he's a Miami Hurricane too right so there you go like a little Florida connection for you out there in New Jersey (laughs) I love it I love it Cynthia you rock as always we so appreciate your time each and every week uh, you're the absolute best, my friend. Thank Aww. you so much. Takes one and... to no one. Takes one Aww. to no one. <laughs> and uh, so, so good luck in in week fourteen. Can't believe I'm saying week fourteen, but it's here. It is. We're, we're, it's week... we're getting there. We're getting it's, there. <laughs> it's week fourteen. Uh, again, she's Cynthia Freeland. You can see her all over the NFL Network. Joining us here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to 98.7 ESPN. Fat Jack, professional handicapper, fatjacksports.com. That's where you can find him. Joins us now to break down the week 14 
Yes, you heard me correctly. We're already at week 14. Hopefully we've helped uh, you folks win some money and uh, we're here to do it yet another week. How you doing, Fat Jack? I'm doing great. You know, last week we emphasized the um, under on that uh, trend since 2017 in the game. The one game, the Jets game, went way under. So uh, we're making somebody money if they're just listening to the show. I'm doing great with five, two, five, two and one on uh, Sunday. So it was a good week overall. Won a little money during championship week. And basketball's on a five and one run this week. So really, really strong start to December. Ready to get going this weekend. As you said, we're turning, not, not quite there yet, but turning the home stretch. Uh, as we head into this part of the season, I'm, we're going to find out a ton about a couple of these teams, whether they're pretenders or contenders, actually starting this week. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's dive. We're going to talk about uh, the two biggest games on the slate. And let's start with the Buffalo Bills coming off of a bye, heading to Kansas City. Kansas City coming off of a loss against the Green Bay Packers. We know how good Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are after a loss, but no Pacheco. Their running back is going to be out here. It is in Kansas City. They're favored by one. The over-under is 49. How are you playing this one, Jack? Yeah, you know, this is went, went from three offensive options to two offensive options, an offensive team that literally has looked like they had no offensive options for most of the year. Uh, you, you see Mahomes in the back of his jersey. You think this team's necessarily going to score, and that's not what's been happening. This team, under the total on a consistent, regular basis, they did go over last week, but seven of their last eight games at home have gone under. Buffalo on the road, also an under-driven team. Ten of 13 games on the road have gone under the total, and that makes sense. When Josh Allen turns the ball over, Buffalo is not very good. When he protects the ball and just plays okay, they're formidable. This team expects to make the Super Bowl preseason. That's a long way from, from happening. And as important, this week must win for them if they're going to try to make the playoffs. I think Kansas City's absolutely vulnerable. I understand. I've been to, I've been to Arrowhead a number of times. I understand the, the benefit of playing at home in that game. But give me Buffalo. I think they go on the team. I think they figure, I go on the road and win. I think they figured out a way to keep Josh Allen to protect the ball at least a little bit, and that's enough to get it done against this offense of Kansas City that has not been good. Also, people forget this Buffalo team was very close to beating Philly a couple of weeks ago and kind of exposing what we kind of knew, or I knew at least, was going to happen last week against San Francisco and I think may happen again this week. Uh, Buffalo was almost the first team to really get it done against them. I think this Buffalo team's a little bit undervalued still as long as Josh Allen protects the ball. Give me the Bills plus the points. That's a big if, uh, Fat Jack. That's a big That's a big if. Uh, I like this Kansas City defense. I think they keep it close. I, I don't I don't really I can't say that I have a true conviction on on a side. I, I think this is gonna come down to the wire. I, I'm just excited. I, I I think this very well could be a real fun game to watch. Um on Sunday night, you've got the Philadelphia Eagles. Boy, they got their butts handed to them by the San Francisco 49ers. Pretty much was waving the white flag in the fourth quarter. Have to regroup, pick themselves up, fly to Dallas, big D to take on a Dallas Cowboys team. Jack Prescott, he is putting together that campaign for MVP Dallas at home favored by three and a half. The over under is 51 and a half. How are you playing this one? Yeah. Jerry world is not the remedy for fatigue. I mean, th this is a Philly team. Absolutely. Not only injured, but tired. I mean, they played three games and 13 games days before this, as I said, should could have lost to Buffalo very easily got blown out by San Francisco. Now they go go to Dallas. Thanks. Thanks. Schedule setters. Um, and this Cowboy team, we talk about ifs in the Kansas City game with Josh Allen and Buffalo. The if is with Dak Prescott. 
He's great against bad teams. He's bad against good teams. He also is not afraid to give the ball to the other team at some of the most inopportune times. Um, but I, you know, have you ever played three card Monty? You know, you, you live in New York now. You know, the guys with the two black cards and the red card, they're shuffling them around. You walk up to that. It's all a scam, by the way. Don't play it. But if you do, you walk up there, you think, <laughs> you know what? This is really kind of a scam. I feel that way when I walk to the window betting Dallas Cowboys against a good team. It's a little unsettling, makes you feel a little bit uneasy because against good teams, he typically falls on his face. This is one of the two teams, though, I think in a month, one of the two teams, Buffalo, or excuse me, Dallas and Miami, one of those two teams we're going to be talking about as a possible Super Bowl champion and a, and a, a real contender. The other one, we're going to say, you know what, that's the same team we've been looking at that beats up on bad teams that can't beat good teams. Sign me up for some three-card money this week. I think Dallas gets it done at home. They've got the great front four, and I, it's as much about what Philly isn't right now. They get kind of a reprieve schedule-wise after this game. Look for it to get a little bit better. They'll be relevant going forward. Not this week, though. Give me the Dallas Cowboys minus the points at home. Again, Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com. That's where you can find him joining us each and every week, spewing his knowledge. Cincinnati, of course, no longer Joe Burrow, but – Boy, have they found something in, in Browning, that's for sure. Uh, now this is a Bengals team. They're favored at home without Joe Burrow. Minus two. The over-under is 44. But I'll tell you what, I love me some Gardner Minshew. He has looked good the last few weeks. How are you playing this one, Jack? Yeah, this is one of those games where if you look at what the teams have actually done, um, and I'm not overvaluing what I saw out of Cincinnati last week. But if you're talking about Indy and their winning streak, by the way, I love Gardner Minshew. He's a guy I'd hang out with. There's a lot of guys in the NFL I wouldn't hang out with, I'd hang out with him. Um, <laughs> Me but, too. <laughs> but, but his winning streak has come against teams with a combined, their four-game winning streak with a combined 12 and 36 record straight up. You want to talk about classic bottom feeders, classic overvaluation or overvalue on what the team's actually done. They're also been really bad in the red zone. One for five in the red zone. And, by the way, they can't stop the run. That is a bad combination. Cincinnati has elite players at every position other than quarterback. They don't need Browning to be Browning from Monday night, which, by the way, I had the over. Easy, easy win But on last Monday. All he has to do is be serviceable. Think Brock Purdy, who actually is putting together a really nice campaign with his accuracy and stuff. But think Brock Purdy over the last couple of years. They're, Cincinnati's receivers are elite level. Uh, Joe Mixon is putting together a great year. He catches the ball in the backfield. Their offensive line's been good. So this is a team that if 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 he Browning just doesn't drop off the map, they're not gonna listen. They're not gonna play for the for the title or anything. But against an indie team that's been beating up on bad teams, listen. Give me the give me Cincinnati at home. I think they run it here at will with Mixon, and that they get enough out of Browning to cover the number. So I think they're the right side. All right, Jack, let's turn our attention to what's going on here in our own backyard. New York, as we know, has two teams, and they're both playing at home this week. Uh, the Jets on Sunday, 1 o'clock, Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud coming in. I think he's already locked up Rookie of the Year. Could he possibly win MVP? Only time will tell. The Jets going back to Zach Wilson, arguably maybe his last five games, wearing a Jets uniform. Jets getting three and a half. Home dog getting three and a half at home. The over-under is 33 and a half. How are you playing it? Yeah, I, I actually think the Jets are the right side. Their defense is enough in a couple of these spots, and there's a little bit of value them getting points at home. When you give points on the road like that, you had better 
be able to, you better have a mismatch offense to the, the opponent's defense. And this is also another one of those games where you get a total under 37. We talked last week, totals under 37 in the NFL are on a 31 and now seven run after last night, but hitting 81% of the time since 2017. Totals in the NFL under 37, you play under the total. This is one of those this week. Also, that Jacksonville-Cleveland game is under the total with the same trend. Uh, last night was under under 37 also, and it went over uh, because uh, Zappi decided to wake up and play really well. But uh, generally speaking, you're going to look under. I think anytime you get a team that's been as hot and as sexy as what Houston has been, as you said, rookie of the year possibilities, you're not getting value with them. It's much more e- comfortable and easy to walk up and play Houston in this spot. The Jets defense will give him some problems. We'll keep this a low-scoring game under the 32-and-a-half is a, the best play. And then after that, give me the Jets plus the points here. There's some value. Uh, everything leans under these two teams also. Seven of the last nine Houston games have gone under. Jets, six of their last seven games. I think that they get a better performance offensively, probably a couple of turnovers out of the rookie. I like the Jets plus the points here also. Woo! All right. Last but not least, Monday night. We don't have one. We've got two games that, for some crazy re- reason, are starting at the same time. Don't quite understand why, what is that? Uh, my, why my employer would do that, but... It is what it is. Uh, hopefully you're like me and you've got a great setup in your casa where I've got three huge TVs in my living room. But nonetheless, maybe you need to go to a local watering hole to watch these games at the consecutive time. Uh, but nonetheless, let's talk about the Giants. Tommy Cutlet. Tommy DeVito. The, uh, he's, he's like he walks around here. Jack, he's like Elvis here in New Jersey. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, Giants getting six and a half at home. Home dog. The over-under is 36 and a half. Uh, I, I think this is a great spot to use this as a two te- two-way six-point teaser and tease the Packers down to minus one and a half. That's how I would play it. Would you do you have a play in this matchup? I'd actually go the other way. I think the Giants will do enough to keep it close at home. I mean, eight of the last ten Giants games have gone under the total. Uh, you give them two touchdowns or almost two touchdowns. I, I don't think Green Bay, you're not getting any value offensively with what they look. Detroit decided not to play. Uh, defense in the secondary against them. So I don't count that at all. This last week, I mean, there's certainly Jordan Love is coming along. He's playing better. But this is a letdown spot, kind of an exhale spot. I, I would not want to, you know, like I say, I'll, be in, I'll be in Las Vegas, so I'll have both of these games up and have money on at least this one. But I, I, I just to lean toward the Giants, better play on the under in this one as well. It's not in that 37 threshold yet. Probably won't be. It should stay above that. Um, but I actually think there's some value with the Giants. We've seen some of these team, these teams on these you know, these single games that look horrible. If you went up and said last night, New England's going to win, and they're going to win easily. Uh, I mean, that would make it real uncomfortable to do that. Cincinnati with the backup quarterback on Monday night, same deal. You walked up and said, hey, give me Cincinnati. Uh, I'll, I'll lay 10. I don't care. That would have made a lot of people very uncomfortable. I think that we're getting some of these underdogs. There's some value here, and I don't think that they're, they're quit anytime soon in the Giants. So any type of competent play at quarterback, I think they cover the number. Great stuff as always. Jack, want to let the listeners know if they want more picks, more plays from you, where can they find you? Yeah, FatJackSports.com, 5-1 and one this week in basketball as well. I've got a big card, about eight games going on Sunday. For only $99, all the football through Monday or 169 
football and hoops or go through the uh, NCAA football championship, you get the bowl analysis sheet for free. That's a predicted final score on every single bowl game. Goes out next Tuesday before all the games start. Great for office pools. Guys that like to play, play more than the top plays. We'll also, of course, be sending out selections as we go through the bowl season. But it gets you a lot of extra, extra information absolutely free when you go to FatJackSports.com. Check the results tab. Everything's posted. Everything's documented. The exact games you're getting emailed to you or text to you are posted and documented every single day. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, win this weekend. There you go, Fat Jack, joining us each and every week right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy, get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. I want to thank Fat Jack as well as Cynthia Freeland who joined us this hour. And just a quick recap of everything that we've talked about earlier on the show, shared with you the uh, in-season tournament and, uh, and how I'm going to play that. Again, I like the Pacers getting the four. I'm also going to play the Pacers on the money line that you can get at plus 154. Why? They just ran through their group, 4-0 record. And let's keep in mind, they built, the, they beat the Celtics, they beat the Bucs, they dominated the Bucs in the paint, as well as uh, their bench outscored Milwaukee by 30. I think their pace of play is going to be pretty insane. I think it's going to be a really good game against the Lakers. But, uh, but again, I, I like the Pacers at plus four. I think Halliburton wins the MVP. Also, tomorrow, you've got Army and Navy going at it. How I'm going to play that. Again, talked about it a little bit earlier on in the show. Um, I'm going to go with the trend, and the trend is the under at 28. Uh, it's hit 44-9, and nine, dating all the way back to 2006. It's an 83% cash rate. Uh, why not both these teams run the football a lot? And I think they're going to be eating up time of possession. I'm also on Navy here at plus 3.5. I think they're the better team. Also, they protect the ball. Third in the country in turnover differential. 
while Army is 127th. Uh, in regard to the two big games on the uh, on the slate this week, Buffalo and Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to play Kansas City. I'm going to lay the one. I'm surprised that this isn't at three, three and a half. Granted, Kansas City without Pacheco, but they do have Clyde Edwards-Alaire and McKinnon at their running back position. Kansas City, after a loss, uh, they've won 11 straight games after a loss. And, of course, they're coming off of a loss to the Green Bay Packers. Also, defensively at home, they're outstanding. They held Miami and Philadelphia to under 300 yards each at home. And Buffalo on the road, they're one in five straight up. I think offensively, they're going to struggle against this Kansas City defense. That's ninth overall and fifth against the pass. And last but not least, uh, looking at this Eagles team against the, the, the Cowboys, I think this is going to be a barn burner on Sunday night. I think this is going to be a real fun game to watch. I'm on the over at 52. And also, I like the Cowboys team total over at 27 and a half. Dallas is averaging 40 points, if not more, at home. Their last four straight games at home. The Eagles defense beat up, coming off of that game against the 49ers. And uh, I, I think CeeDee Lamb and their tight end Ferguson is going to have success against that Eagles defense, especially coming out of the slot. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you're like, okay, Anita, I agree with you. Dallas is going to put up 40 points against the Eagles. A lot of people believe that they will. You're telling me that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles can't put up at least 12 points against the Dallas Cowboys? Hell yeah, they can. I, I've, I've got this uh, Eagles team scoring 24, if not 27 points as well. So I like the over here at 42. And I also, I like the Cowboys team total over at 27 and a half points. Um, so that's how I'm playing, again, the two biggest games on the slate. I, I want to thank our producers, Julian and Chantel, producing the show. Uh, I want to thank our guests, of course, Cynthia Freeland and Fat Jack, who joined us tonight here on Weekend Wager. Uh, just a reminder, I'm back at it tomorrow afternoon uh, from noon to 3 right here on 98.7 ESPN. We've got a jam-packed show. We're going to hear from Ben Ruda, former Yankee, uh, in regard to uh, the uh, the hot stove <laughs> um, of all that's happening, we'll talk about Soto, of course, uh, signing with the Yankees and Otani and, and all the things. Major League Baseball to start off the show. Uh, we'll talk some NFL and uh, and we'll be with you for, the, for three hours tomorrow afternoon. So hopefully you'll tune in then. Everybody have a fantastic Friday night and, uh, and we'll see you. I'll talk to you tomorrow right here on 98.7. ESPN.